Great DJs deserve great music. That's why here at Desi BPM, we're giving professional DJs access to the first ever online DJ pool exclusively for Desi Music. Register your interest now and receive your first three months free at desibpm.com. Yeah, yeah, welcome to the show, it's the number one show, interviews and music, podcast, you know, integrate the culture through the times, just sit back and chill, it's the roots and rhymes, roots and rhymes, roots and rhymes, just sit back and chill, it's the roots and rhymes, all you really need is some roots and rhymes, roots and rhymes, roots and rhymes. So welcome once again to the Roots and Rhymes podcast, and guess what, I'm with Mac again. My co-host, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well. I'm actually gassed today because of today's guest. I'm telling you, I'm so <laughs> excited for this already, brother. I know. You know what? We've been keeping busy as well, haven't we? Recording new guests every single week. But this week's has been a few weeks in the making, but really glad to have him on. It's, uh, you know, when you interview the kind of guests that we have, you think, oh my God, where do we take this next? Who do we get on? What kind of bigger name can we get? And we managed to get one of the biggest, biggest names you could wish, wish for. Absolutely. But before we introduce him, just a usual reminder, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your usual streaming platforms and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Roots and Rhymes. You can also watch all our episodes on YouTube now, so get subscribing. Okay, John, let's, um, get, let's do this one. Sure, just do let's it. do this. Okay. Roots and Rhymes. So today's guest, without doubt, is one of the pioneers of the Brazilian music culture, He's one of the most hardworking artists in the industry with a catalogue of over 50 songs and four studio albums over the last 17 years, which actually happens to be more than Michael Jackson in his last 17 years. He doesn't just sing, he also raps and he beatboxes too. And not to mention, he's the first Indian since Freddie Mercury to play at Madison Square Gardens. It's Jay Sean. How you doing, brother? Well, that's a very nice introduction. Thank you, boys. <laughs> <laughs> no problem at all. How You're you doing? Welcome. I'm good, man. I'm very good. Thank you. I am... Um, I'm taking a little uh, little break, as they call the staycation over here in <laughs> yeah. America. So I'm uh, currently at the Hamptons, and oh, uh, I, it's gorgeous and sunny. So, mate, I, for this, I can't complain. I'm going to make the most out of these next few days and then uh, get back yep. to it. You know, awesome. I was going to ask you how the East Coast is, but I'm so jealous already. The yeah. fact that you said you're in the Hamptons and it's sunny out there. It's just raining down here. I've been <laughs> on a staycation in my bedroom for the last three months. That's <laughs> yeah, right. You know what? It's so staycation funny. at home. It's funny because my brother obviously lives in, uh, in England. So uh, yeah. I was talking to him yes, yeah, well, it was two days ago. And I was mm. like, yeah, man. I was like, yeah, so we're going to go away for a little bit to the Hamptons. He goes, oh, yeah, sick. No, I'm going for a staycation in Hayes. <laughs> shout out Hayes <laughs> come down the road yeah shout out Hayes get, him, get himself a Rockies <laughs> but, yeah 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 standard but you know what it is it's the, the nice way that, that it's set up over here is that um, I always tell people that the thing about America is because it's so big it's like 50 mm. different the 50 states each one of them is almost the size of the United Kingdom right so yeah, if you yeah, think yeah. about how big this country is there's actually a lot you can do right so you can yeah. Live yeah. in New York, but you drive two down, two hours down, and you're by the beach, and that's Absolutely. not really the kind of vibe that we have that we're used to. You know, no, unless you're right. sort of going to Bournemouth, but then it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still rainy. Yeah, still rainy. Guarantee the weather. Yeah, it's still rainy. <laughs> yeah. So, so we thought, why not? If it's only a quick drive, let's make the most. 
Yeah, great. wicked, man. Again, thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us uh, because thanks, it's been a busy year for you so far as well and even been busier during lockdown releasing the new tune with Sikik and uh, yeah. Changing. Yeah. Absolutely love that one, by yeah, the way. What oh, a tune, Jay. Thank you, guys. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, for me, just like I think for a lot of people, this uh, whole COVID thing came out of nowhere, knocked us sideways, you know? And yeah, there's a lot of people... Time. Well, in fact, everybody has had to adapt um, and on our toes, like real quick. We've had to sort of shift our businesses online and a bunch of people are doing. But for the creative people, for people like us and artists, we can't do that. Our mm-hmm. stuff is on the road, you know. Absolutely. So for us, the gig is what we're used to. That's our livelihood. That's, that's what mm. we do every week. So yeah. for me, I was like, all right, I'm not going to sit around for three or four months or however this long. It might be a year and just go out of my mind watching Netflix. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so yeah. I, I decided to keep myself busy, which is why, of course, I have the podcast, um, Basement Banter, and yeah. uh, we managed to record the song, Changing, uh, mm. literally, oh, we, we did that over voice notes, bro. Wow. You know what? Wow. I, I was just going to ask you, is it true that it was all the, done over like DMs or, yep. or voice notes, basically? Yeah. Wow. And, 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 and I'll tell you how, <clears throat> because... It, that's how the song began, right? So in the beginning, okay. Kick um, is a, an incredible producer that I was following, mm. and he I had no idea if he even knew I was following him, right? So, but I just yeah, yeah. Sort of thought he was really sick, and um, he did this video once where he was singing this melody, and that was mm. the hook. Have you ever crazy? Right? So he was singing that, and I was like, damn, mm. that's such a catchy melody. And I kept singing yeah. it all day long, and I was like, nah, man, I need to find out if that's his own thing or. That's somebody else's yeah. song. I need to hear the yeah. whole song. So I DM'd him and I was like, yo, I was like, bro, um, big up, man. Uh, you're, you're a madman. I was like, that's that melody you just did. Um, is it your own song or is it somebody else's? It's like, dude, oh my God, uh, I don't, can't believe you followed me. <laughs> big fan. Thank you so much. Yeah. No, it's just something I made up. And I was like, rotted. I was like, you need to make that into a song. Yes. And he said, yeah. I tell you what, why don't you send me a, a video of you, like a video Insta story? Tag me so I get I can see it, and I will hit you with something tomorrow. And I said, "Cool." So he takes my video, and it's me singing that melody. And he yeah. had taken the audio from the from the video, and he had made a whole beat around it and a song around it. That is mad. And wow, then, of course, mad. I was like, "All right, well, now I need to finish this." So that's how we. And he lives in Toronto, so obviously I'm not flying okay. to Toronto. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they won't let us drive through, so we. Mm. Uh, we did it over voice notes the same way structured the, the song like that you know it was, it's such a tune because it, it's got this rooftop summer vibe but at mm. the same time it, it, it like took me to outer space like this galactic <laughs> kind yeah. of yeah. Atari video type of thing yeah. where it, it like battle like you know the little spaceships and stuff like yeah, sick it man is, it's the yeah, only way we so can leave good. our house right now close your eyes and listen to that song Boy, yeah that's, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that's a good one that's a good takes one. you on a journey yeah man no, thank you thank you uh, I love that song man I think it's something different there's nothing like yeah. it out at that moment because it's got that sort of four to the floor during the verses but yeah. then it goes cut time almost trap on the hook absolutely different. yeah yeah, it, very yeah it breaks down doesn't it and you've got that uh you have got that trap vibe in it which is mm. which is brilliant but you also mentioned that the podcast basement banter so that that is hilarious man like Thank so you, man. conversational and i have to have to say as as good as you are and and woody is but the, the, todd is the man 
Todd is the man on that one, man. Your sound engineer, you know what? He just sits there in the back just laughing at you guys taking well, the mick out of each other. I'm it's glad so that funny. you picked up on that. You've obviously picked up on it because you guys have a podcast and you kind of get yeah. the, you understand yeah. the flow of podcasts. And I yeah. always wanted him to be the the kind of the, the guy in the back where you're like, what is this guy's deal? What does it he, was so funny, man. Like, ever, sometimes he's trying to hold in his laughter yeah. and, and trying not to get that on the mic. So funny, man. And then you pick up on it sometimes. That's it. There's a, there's a great, great you, dynamic man. between you guys. You know, it's a, it's really a real great that. chemistry, great dynamic. There's good vibes coming out of that. You know, we're, uh, we're, big, we're big fans. Thank you very it's much, so cool, man. man. I really appreciate that. Thank you. And it's just been really fun for me. You know, it's, it's something very different, I think, for artists. That, uh, I'm not sort of aware of whether or not any other music artists have podcasts, mm. but mm. Uh, I really wanted to. I felt, and honestly, to be honest, I felt like it was the natural transition for me right now. I've been doing music for 17 years and I'm not saying I'm going to stop doing music, but it gets a time where you're like, all right, man, something else, come on. Yeah, what's yeah, next? Yeah, just, uh, yeah, yeah. Fresh, freshen up a little bit. Freshen up. Let's, let's switch yeah. it up. Mm. Let's do something else. Let's get all these creative juices, man. Mm. I'm not, I wasn't meant to just write songs and, and sing songs. There's so much yeah. more that I want to give the world. And this yeah. allows that's me it. to give my personality, to share that, my stories. Th- that is so key because the personality comes across. And it's really nice because we know Jay Sean, the artist, and we see the music videos. But this gives us a real opportunity to see the man behind it. And that's really nice to connect with you on a deeper level than just your music, if you like. Thank you, bro. I really appreciate that, man. And I think that in this day and age, that's really something that's very special to me because, you know, it's all about, it's all about connection. And the thing is, connection, mm-hmm. we have so many options now, right? Back in the day, when I started yeah. 17 years ago, the only way you could meet an artist uh, or talk to an artist, you had to go to their concert and see them in person. If you were very yeah. lucky, uh, you know, you would get some type of meet and greet where you get to actually have a conversation. Now it's not like mm-hmm. that. This new generation that are growing up, they expect a conversation. Mm, if they de- yeah. if they write a comment on your video and you don't reply back to them, they're like, "Raj, Jason's a chief." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> chief, you know. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. We're, that's where we. That's where we're at. And so, yeah, yeah it is. is. It is right. So it's all about interaction is, now. Yeah. So that's that's what's going to elevate you uh, now. I mean, before it was a bit of a mystery what an artist is. Now people want to know. They yeah. need to know. That's they want to so interact. True. Absolutely. It's all that now. It's, it's definitely Absolutely. changed. Yep. And no no messages on Instagram saying Jay Sean's a cheap. We don't want to get those, please. None of those. None of them. <laughs> None of them. None of them. Yeah, but I try. I try to. I try to honestly give um, give give what I can because. Really, it should just be fun and it should it, yeah. it should feel real and the love should be there. And if it's not, then it's not, you know? And, and, if, right. and if they, yeah. you know, and it's simple as that. Like the other day, I, I, I did a fun video with Ava because I understand that Ava, my daughter, has become a part of my fans' lives now. Yeah. And mm, they yeah. are yeah. equally invested in her as they are with me. And that's so beautiful to have. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Definitely. think about that. That's such a beautiful thing to have all of these millions of people around the world who love your kids. And, and, yeah. and, and, you know, and so for me, it's so fun to share those kind of things, especially the fun, the funny stuff that Ava does because she's mm. hilarious, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I've so, seen, I've seen her on your stories, man. Yeah. She is hilarious. Yeah. So cute as well, man. It's great. Like even like my brother-in-law, he's, uh, and my, and my sister, their daughter's about the same age and he can relate. So he's always like, oh, have you seen that video? Jay Sean's oh, like, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. that. That's, so, so that, that's what I'm saying. It's, it makes you more relatable, doesn't it? You're mm. just a family guy. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I There's no mystery. Yeah, yeah, I love that, man. I'm glad that gets across, guys. Thank Rewind. You. Let's take it back. Know your roots.
So, a young camelgit growing up in <laughs> West London, what sparked your obsession with music right in the beginning mm. as you were a young lad uh, <clears throat> growing up? Um, it was uh, hip-hop. Hip-hop was the first thing I fell in love with. I was... Uh, I remember being sort of about 11, 12 years old and mm. flicked across, you know, back in the, back in those days, cable only had, a, yeah. it didn't have that as many channels and we had MTV and on MTV, there was a show yeah. called Yo MTV Raps. Yeah. And yep. I just became <laughs> obsessed with this show, Yo MTV Raps. And that's mm. how I got into hip hop. And then that's how I got into beatboxing. But, and that's how I got into rapping because I used to emulate these guys. I used to listen to mm. these songs. And if I heard a beat, I would emulate the beat with my mouth. And that's how I, nobody yeah. taught me to beatbox. I learned it by literally, you know how people were humming watching these guys. If they yeah, hear yeah. a song, yeah. I'd just do the beat too. And then, um, and then with the hip hop, with the flows and all that, I was just, I was just obsessed with how, first of all, how these guys were talking so fast. To me, it was mm. like, what? <laughs> how are you doing that? <laughs> Because it was people like, at the time, it was people like Fushnikans, it was people like um, Big L, um, a Jay-Z mm. in Original Flavor, yeah. and their mm. Naughty by Nature, Tretch, all of their stuff was super fast. And I remember being fascinated by that. So the hip-hop was really what got me into music in the first place. But but obviously, growing up in a massive like Indian Punjabi community, was was that your your first real exposure to music? Or was there some a little bit earlier on than that? Like, was there, we always say it starts at home. So were, were your parents playing kind of music? Did you have an ear for it then? Or was the obsession literally sparked by this this MTV, your raps that yeah, I you, think, you got yeah, straight I into mean, hip hop? Of course, 100%. Uh, I grew up listening to a lot of, I mean, actually, if, I, if you were to say what was the first music I fell in love with, for real, for mm. real, fell in love with, would have been Bollywood music. It wasn't oh, even, wow, yeah. it wasn't, it's funny because even though I'm Punjabi and there's Bhangra around the house, mm. I, I don't think I was, A, I, can't, I couldn't dance for shit back then and I still can't <laughs> dance. So it wasn't like, I'm like, oh, this is my song and then bust out into a Jagadee yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of dance. It wasn't like that. <laughs> I was mesmerized more by melodies, right? So yeah. I don't know yeah. what draws you to music. Certain people, like I say, certain people, it's the beat. Some people yeah. want to like to dance to it. For me, mm. it was the melodies got me from, mm. from Hindi music. So, so me yeah. and my brother used to watch a lot of the, we were you know, still are huge Amitabh Bachchan fans. So all of the early oh, wow, songs yeah. from Murd and Sohag and all that stuff. And Sholay was what we used to listen to. But that didn't influence necessarily how, because otherwise I would have grown up being a Hindi singer. Right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But it did, the, the feels were there for sure. And that's mm, still yeah, a massive, yeah, yeah, yeah. massive part of, uh, of the influence. I think they did have it that back then the the melodies were were fantastic and there were some some great composers when it came to the Hindi tune so it was only it was only natural that you were going to fall in love with it somehow exactly. I mean everybody I think even even if you came from a massive Bhangra house or you're right Hindi was a big yeah. part of my early yeah. childhood as well yeah. and I'm not a big Hindi fan now I couldn't tell you like the, la right. the last few films that came out Bollywood, right. but it was definitely a part of my early early days as well and it's ingrained right like you, yeah. you hear you yeah. hear any of those 90s Bollywood songs if you hear anything from yeah. Ashki or Sajan and stuff you'd, it mm. takes you back those fields were so real and it yeah, makes you you time. remember exactly where you were at that time and I think there's something right. about those songs that really is tied to, to, a, to a time in your life and it's usually childhood and, and childhood is, is, you know, it's beautiful, it's innocent, it's naive, you're, you're free, you know, and, and we all sort of pine for that freedom of mm. our childhood. And I think that's why uh, songs from the 90s, whether it's R&B or whether it's hip hop or whether mm. it's uh, Bollywood, why they have such a, uh, uh, an impact on us and the way that we yeah. feel. There's definitely a nostalgic feeling there, yeah. isn't there? That, uh, I, and 
that obviously, like you said, there's the innocence about it and the it and it takes you back. But also back then when you were around 11 years old, the innocence of listening to these hip hop tunes and then also wanting to start off your own hip hop crew, Compulsive mm-hmm. Disorder. Mm-hmm. So and then that was the introduction of what yeah. was known as Nicky J. Exactly. Um, so was that did that come out? Of that love from listening to MTV and replicating yeah. what they were doing and kind of thinking, I want to get a bit of that. I love a bit of crisscross. Yeah, love a bit exactly. of uh, <laughs> Naughty well, by Nature and that kind of it's thing. It's funny that you say that about crisscross because crisscross was exactly the same age as, as me and my cousin back then, right? Yeah, so, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we were 14, 13 or 14 when we started rapping. Yeah. And that's how young crisscross were when they got signed. So I remember thinking, if well, these guys can do it, then we can do it. And yeah. uh, and that's when I started writing raps, and um, uh, that was my put your jeans my... on backwards. Yeah, <laughs> that was my <laughs> that. Everyone did that, I think, right? Yeah. And that was our um, inspiration. That was my sort of inspiration behind wanting to to take it that step further from going from a, a, a listener and a consumer mm. to to actually mm. being uh, a creative and and trying to rap and trying to write raps i mean you know that writing raps is how i got into writing songs because writing raps yeah. is is way harder to, if, if you ask me than writing songs mm. because there's a in, and i don't okay that's a broad statement in terms of lyrically because there's mm-hmm. way more lyrics that you need to fill yeah yeah because when you're definitely. singing is that it can be a mag, you know it could be 15 lines all together in a song but with hip-hop right. yeah. you're literally talking to the beat there's shitload of lines so you yeah, really have yeah. to you have to be on point. And, that and you have to be meticulous me. with every word, don't you? You can't have yeah. a, just a random throwaway word exactly. in a rap because it messes up the flow completely. Exactly. And every, every line has to be a new bar. And it's like, mm. it's a very different type of, of way of, of writing. And because of that, I feel like that helped me write songs. Because when it came to writing songs, I was like, oh shit, this is easy. Like this is, I just have to put yeah. a melody to, to the rap yeah, that I've yeah. written. And it's um, funny, it's funny that you mentioned that Jay, because that's eventually where rap has gone, isn't it? It started off being this kind of like word after word and very kind of boom bap style rap. And now it's evolved into rap singing, which is rappers are being cleverer with their words and more melodic with their style now. A hundred percent. Definitely with that Southern slur and and, and Drake and that kind of stuff, it is more melodic now, isn't it? Yeah. As opposed to like like Max says, the boom bap sound. Exactly. A hundred percent. Over the next 10 years or so then, this underlying, underlying passion for music and rapping obviously continued to develop, but how did it evolve and progress into your early um, demo, which was obviously heard by Rishi Rich um, in around 2001, 2002. So in that 10 years, how did that change and how did that build up through your influential years? Well, I remember, um, I remember I had heard, I started getting from, from hip hop. I loved hip hop, but then because of hip hop and R&B were starting to sort of merge, right? When you had Diddy and, yeah. and, and 112 yeah. and Biggie yeah, and East Coast Evans yeah, yeah, yeah. and Mary yeah. J. Blige and Mary and mm. Method Man and all these kind of collabs were happening with R&B and hip hop. Mm. I remember yeah. getting, that's where my love from hip hop led into my love for R&B. And when it came into R&B, uh, there was just, uh, you know, something about it that I, I, I was a with because of course it was melodic and I loved melody yeah. like what I told you mm. Hollywood but I didn't mm. know I could sing okay I used to what I used to do was I used to write raps and then I I understood the structure of songwriting so I was like okay I can't just be bar after bar there has to be a hook there has to be a yeah. chorus so I used to sing on my choruses and uh, so mm. without realizing that I was fairly good at singing it was only until one of my my first sort of EPs that I did well, it was a mixtape I did 
um, f- from my compulsive disorder days um, that ended mm. up in the hands of DJ 279, who's uh, a DJ in, um, in England uh, on Choice FM, which was like our urban yep. station, right? Um, yeah. Well, you know, right? So, so yeah, uh, two seven nine capital now, hasn't exactly. It? But like, choice <laughs> was the, the only place. Yeah, to here. it was sick. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And so two seven nine ended up hearing it, and it ended up becoming good friends with two seven nine. And funny thing is, it was just literally by phone calls. I used to call him up at the at the studio, and and he used to be like, "Yo, who's this?" And I was like, "Yo, it's Nicky J, man." And he's like, "Man, you call me every day, bro." I was like, "Yeah, I do, bro, because <laughs> I love I love your show, and I love." We ended up becoming <laughs> mates like that, and I gave him a demo. Yeah. And he heard my demo and was like, raw, I am playing this on my show. And I was like, see. And that is So that was, was one minute, wasn't it? That was one no, minute. No, that demo. was a hip hop. No. That was my hip hop mixtape that he played. Okay. Yeah. So yeah he yeah. played my hip hop mixtape on the two seven on the two seven nine show. And mm. here's the maddest thing. I stayed up to wait to listen to so I could record it on, on cassette as my yeah, first yeah, sort yeah. of <laughs> moment that I was ever on radio. The next day yeah. I had an exam. I think it was my it was my first my A levels or something. And I had my mm. A-levels at nine o'clock in the morning, but I was staying up at night to catch that moment. And that's why I always think back to that moment and think about that's when you know something in your heart and your gut mm. tells you, this is where you're meant to go, mate. You're going yeah, to do it. Yeah, yeah, you know? time, and, and, time and dedication, it's yeah. all there, isn't it? And it was really amazing. And then, he, and then because of that, he ended up telling me, he's like, listen, bro, I'll be honest with you, you are a sick rapper. He's like, but there's no hip-hop scene in the you got to remember, mm. there was no hip-hop scene. When I came about and I was rapping in England, there was about four acts. There was Funky DL, there was um, uh, Phoebe One, there was Root Maneuver, and yeah. uh, there was maybe a couple of other rappers, okay? But there was no scene like there is yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Not that there yeah. is now. No, right. So not. then he told me, oh, Black Twang, shout out Black Twang, and he told me, um, he said, uh, he's like, look, you've got a voice on you, man. You can sing. He goes, you should mm. develop that a little bit more. And I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, do a whole song. I went, raw, okay. And that's when I wrote the song One Minute. That was the first song I ever wrote. And that was the song that Rishi heard. And after that, the next few songs I wrote <laughs> was, was, was Dance With You. <laughs> Well, like, yeah, so, well. <laughs> so we spoke with Rishi a couple of weeks ago yeah. about that. And just before we go on, got, go on to that, obviously you, Rishi picked up the demo and you got in the studio with him and he told us that he was kind of working on different things with you before, before the introduction of Juggy D and he was working separately with Juggy. But was it always kind of the plan to go down or at least consider the Asian fusion route? Being Asian, it's kind of what you knew or were you kind of like, no, I, I want to stick to this whole Mm. pure R&B game no, I mean, what, was, bro, what was the vibe there yeah it's, it, it, listen it's, it's a really good question because a lot of people know that I am an R&B boy at heart but the one mm. thing I have done time and time again over the last 17 years is do collabs with the um, yeah. uh, the, the Desi scene right yeah, now whether yeah, that's yeah. whether that's whether whether that's with the actual Desi artist or whether that's incorporating sounds from my Indian culture mm-hmm. you know from yeah. Ride It to stay mm. to yeah. uh, eyes and you stolen, um, mm. you know my 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 latest collaboration with Guru Randawa with Guru Randawa, uh, yeah. Surma Surma. Great right? mm. I have always wanted to connect both sides of my of my yeah. of my life and my upbringing because yes yes I'm British and because of that I was you know um, influenced by a lot of things in mainstream culture like R&B and hip hop but also growing up in an Indian household influenced so much by Indian music. And have yeah. a respect for that, and nobody knows mm. how to do that better than than people who are British Asian and a, a bit sure. of both, right? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Grown up with both, which is why Rishi can make those beats where he can fuse R and B and Desi sounds because he understands both. 
Jay, I just wanted to to say on that point, I think that's a really amazing point because that comes across so strongly in terms of, I really think of you as like a pioneer for what you've done in the R&B scene, but you've always played homage to your roots and your culture. And that's so important because it almost validates the whole culture for everybody else looking outside. You know, like you, I, I listened to hip hop a lot when I was younger and really influenced by it. But you yeah. being able to do what you did, but then also shine a light back onto the culture at the same time without having to just be an Indian artist. Yeah, exactly. That's thank amazing. You. you know, that's bro, amazing. Bro, and it's you, really inspirational for everyone around. Thank you, bro. And, 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 and I wanted to do that from the beginning because I'll tell you why. When I grew up in my school, um, you know, yeah, I was one of the sort of only few Indians, right? Because <clears throat> mm. I went to a private school. So I went to school 45 yeah. minutes away from where I lived in Hounslow. So I went to school mm. in Hammersmith. And me and you know me and my brother and my cousin we were we were one of the only sort of handful of Indians in school, mm. um, yeah. and we were not necessarily ever the cool ones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We were we yeah. were kind of like the clever, smart ones, right. uh, yeah, not, right. not necessarily the cool ones. And I'm, and and I always thought to myself like when I first got my taste of it is believe it or not is when me and my cousin uh, uh, who who ended up doing. Uh, a performance at our school because we were compulsive disorder while we were at school. We did a we did yeah. school band night and we headlined mm. the school band night. And I remember when I saw all those white kids and black kids mm. vibing out to two brown boys on stage, yeah. I remember what a rush that was thinking, yeah, finally we are seen yeah. as cool. These guys coming yeah. up to us, dapping us afterwards, going, Rob, Rob, you're sick, man. You're and you know what's man. funny is you managed to do that on a worldwide scale after that. So you're taking <laughs> yeah. it from the school to I'm, the world. It's exactly the same what I was just saying. That's yeah. what, exactly what I was just thinking. That when you when your paths merged with, yeah. uh, with Rishi and uh, and Juggy, it was doing this on a worldwide scale. And all mm. of a sudden, and we said this to, to Rishi a couple of weeks ago, when Dance With You was released, it made was cool yeah it was yeah. like it was cool to listen yeah, to, right. to this bhangra fusion yeah. music in your headphones or in your car without right. being embarrassed about oh okay hang on this exactly there's people like judging yeah, yeah. what the hell is this exactly this kind of music they're absolutely listening to. we felt that too you know we felt that at mm. the time we knew that we were we were at the beginning of, of something great because all of these kids who had never had this before all of a all of a sudden had a reason like the little the indian girls had a reason to put up pictures of Indian boys on their on their posters in their rooms. Yeah. That never yeah, existed yeah, exactly. before. If it did, it was pictures of Gurdas Man and which is the kind of weird <laughs> yeah. because even though he's a legend, he's he's, he's their dad's age. A, <laughs> yeah, a young a younger Das Man. A younger <laughs> Das Man for Yeah. And, and by the way, oh my God, what a lovely guy. He's one of the nicest people I've ever oh, met. Oh yeah. Uh, no, it was amazing. I've had the pleasure of meeting him once he's lovely. He's, he's so an humble. absolute OG. But, um, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Like it had never existed on that younger level. And even when I met with mm. one, he even said that to me. He goes, you boys did something really special for the scene. Yeah. He was like, you yeah. made it young and cool. And, you know, it was just really fun. And we saw how that was growing, you know. And then mm. um, it got to the point where I was on, on Top of the Pops and the Mobos. And that's when I was yeah. like, okay, here we are. We're at the music of black origin. Black oh, origin. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was just going to say. Wow. And I've been nominated for the best yeah. R&B act. And I'm bringing my boy Juggy D on stage and we are going to show the world, or at least England, <laughs> how we yeah. do. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It was an I, incredible moment. Yeah. It was. I mean, for me, I, I, I bought the vinyl and I got it signed by you guys in HMV as wow, well. And it was a big that. moment for me. And it, you know what I mean? That, you, you couldn't ever do that. Uh, with any other artist that I grew up with, That's any right. other Punjabi artist or right. th that would identify as Punjabi. But what, what I wanted to, to move on to there, Jay, is 
you released Eyes on You and Stolen the following year. Yeah. So they both featured on Me Against Myself, uh, which which I loved as an album because, like you say, it had Thank the you, Asian man. fusion. I think mm. every other tune had a flute or it had yeah, yeah. may <laughs> had Juggy on there yeah. or something like that, and right. it, I liked it. It was a really good Asian fusion flavor, especially after Dance Dance with You. But did you always have your eye on the solo project? Like not to not to be disrespectful to the yeah, project yeah, yeah. or anything like that, but but was it was it almost a something that you were doing in order to help? Uh, or give you a gateway into your your solo projects as well? Well, I think what happened was very, it was a natural progression, right? So because mm. Rishi was my producer, um, and at the time, Rishi was doing a lot of his artist albums, right? He had Simply Rich, and he had these other albums where he would have his name, much like a, a Timberland Wood or a Pharrell would drop an album and featuring other people. Um, yeah. Because I, I started off as um, really one of his new acts uh we would Mm. put out songs together but at the same time then it got to that point where because of dance with you i got signed as a as a solo artist by relentless and so rishi and juggy were always aware that i was going to have a solo project we were never Mm -hmm. what's funny is and it's beautiful because we're referred to as uh as a group sometimes but we were never actually officially a group we never had an album yeah 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 Right, yeah, that's true. It's not like I, mean, I, I think you only had about three songs together under the project, right? Exactly. Under the Rich Rich project, yeah, right. But because I kept, think we came through as a movement, mm. people liked the idea of us together. And it, again, yeah, it's nostalgia that it make it reminds them of the time when these three brown boys came onto the scene together. Yeah. You know? yeah. Man, <laughs> and it, it was and such I a think, powerful time. Yeah, man, it was and a I powerful think, time. Uh, so yeah, so they always knew that I, I had a, a a solo career. Mm. So so obviously with. You spoke about the Mobos um, before and you you bring in a Juggy on stage and you were nominated there. And that's where you announced that you were, were signing to Cash Money Records yeah, as well. That's right. And which an era so, which an era for Cash Money was massive. Like they had Lil Wayne on there, mm-hmm. they had Drake the following mm-hmm. year, Nicki Minaj, Cool and Drake. It was you were you were a part of this yeah. massive movement. Yeah. With, yeah. And and for us as British Asians looking looking into that world, thinking, wow. This guy, this guy's gone across the pond, mm. and he's a part of Cash Money and these these massive artists and working with them. What what did it feel like to you to become the first British Asian to be signed to a US label? You know, it was. I knew, a, a, you know, it was an incredible move. I knew that it was a massive move. But I think that one thing about me, again, it, in line with my personality, is mm. that um, I I always knew that even if it, this doesn't work out. Even yeah. if I don't have a hit in America, and even if this all goes down south, look what mm. I have got already. I took yeah. on the world, and mm. no one can take that away from me. So I always looked at America as something that, like, man, if this happens, this is just going to be nuts, man. Mm. And, and, yeah. and I never put that pressure on myself to be like, oh, I failed. I didn't make it. Because I'm like, who the right. fuck yeah, gets yeah. to this point anyway? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come on, man! You like you said, you achieved so much. You told the world. You, yeah. you, you and did everything. So this was just another another opportunity that it, to make it or or to move on and try something else, wasn't well, it? So, well, yeah, but also, like, I mean, let's you know, let's be honest. That's the holy grail for anyone to try to make oh, yeah. it in America. Yeah, yeah, it definitely. yeah oh, whether definitely. you want to admit it or not, you know, mm. everybody wants to make it in America. And whether yeah. that's a, if you're a brand, you could be a, 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 a you know a, a granola an organic granola brand in, in, in all the healthy foods in, in Holland and Barrett in England, but you want to get all the way and spread it in America and be in all the stock. Yeah, of course you do. 
Yeah, exactly. You want to be in Whole Foods, don't you? You, you want to be, be in Whole Foods. Everybody yeah. knows <laughs> that they the growth is 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 something that is respected and 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 desired a lot of the time. And for mm. me, I was like, okay, if I do this, this is gonna be next level. And yeah. and mm. luckily, man, it, you know, the stars aligned and 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 it was written in my path. And and uh, and I knew again that I had a chance in America to do something mm. never done before. So the same thing mm. I had done in England and the rest of the world, I had the chance to do in America. In America, it was yeah. on an even bigger level because the, the kind of stuff that I came across in America was ridiculous. No, but yeah. hey, people were so confused at the fact that I wasn't um, speaking an American accent. That threw them way off because <laughs> they had no idea I was British. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I listened to your episode with Natasha Bedingfield on the, the podcasting you're talking yeah. about. It's, that was so funny, man. Right. Like, people are just... What, what was it? They, they thought you were Mexican. Mexican. And like one guy was like, he's like, man, you from Arab, bro? I was like, Arab's not a country, you fucking idiot. And I was like, he's like, hey, man, you better not be part of the Taliban, man. I was like, wow, you're fucking racist as shit. And, and I was like, I, well, I it's nice to, to hear you've worked on your American accent as well, Jay. <laughs> I was like, I have to re-educate you every time. And again, I did it in my way, right? My, yeah. My, yeah. my fun way, not, not, coming from an, not coming from an angry place. I tried to yeah. educate them in, you know, in a way that they were like, wow, well, wow, we know more about England now than we ever did mm. and we know about Indian culture. And, uh, exactly. and, yeah. and that was, for me, making those kind of moves, man, was, was really, you know, it's beautiful, man. That kind of means more than anything. Well, that's yeah. what makes you, that's what sets you apart and makes you um, who you are today. Is It's not just about the music, Jay. It's also about what you've done for the community. Uh, it's, you know, it's more Thank than you, the man. music. It's more about, like I say, the people behind it, the culture behind it. And, making that not only cool but educating people to oh these mm. kind of people exist and this is what they like it's mu your career is much more than the music and the music's amazing on its own right absolutely and and like we say as well jay that you you, you almost said right okay i'm going to try and make it in america i'm going to give it a shot and you gave it a shot and you became the best-selling european artist in the United States since El Elton John moved down. That's, that's, that's something nobody can take away from you. Right, it's mad. Right? That's so it, true. It's absolutely. Yeah. And, and you collaborated with Justin Timberlake, Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne. Uh, you was on the Billboard Top 100 with Down and two albums and a mixtape uh, and a US tour. You took the decision, obviously, to move away from Cash Money after six years. Yeah. And it what, what it looked like to me, Jay, was that you were getting into more passion projects after that, after you mm. left. And you collaborated again with Rishi and Juggy and you did Freak and then you worked with various DJs. But Make, Make My Love Go was the one that stood out to me because yeah. you you used the Maxi Priest close to you right. vibe. And I was thinking, hang on, this sounds like his old R&B kind of roots right, now. Exactly. He's bringing them into his music. Was, th was that the case? Did you feel as if yeah. as much success that you had with Cash Money, your art, you, you were limited in your artistic yeah. freedom. Yeah, exactly. It started getting way too poppy for me, and mm. it lacked yeah. the soul and vibes that I that I started off with. And I was like, okay, I get it, I get it. Mm. Pop is huge. Everyone wants to be a big pop star. If a, you know, you a, a number one R and B record means nothing against the number one pop record. But it's the amount yeah. of sales and the amount of, of streams are completely different. So of yeah. course, everybody wants that massive mm. pop success. But I was like, my. 
you know, it comes at a price, you know, if, yeah. if that's all you do and that's what you love, then like, great. But if you've come from a vibe where you grew up doing R&B and Desi Fusion and you don't, you're not doing that anymore and you feel like mm. just you're so diluted, you can't live with that. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I can't do this, man. I was like, fuck this shit. Yeah. I was like, mm. I, I don't want to do, I'd rather do a, a mixtape. I'd rather, yeah, do, absolutely. you know, the artist in me wants to, wants to service that part of me and my fan base. And I mm. dropped that mixtape, which of course has ended up being a fan favorite and probably yeah, yeah. more, more of a favorite than any of my albums because it's, they can tell it's, it's the, it's pure me unfiltered, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. So, that was so, the yeah. mistress part two, the right? Mistress. That, yeah. The mistress. Yeah, yeah. And so then I, that was great. It, it was raw and it was unfiltered. Mm. That was the good thing about it. And it almost felt like you kind of got that Jay Sean back mm. kind of thing, especially from us over on this side, obviously like, yeah. Like I say, over there, the pop vibe was big. Yeah. I mean, you were getting 50 million views on on the YouTube videos and stuff. I mean, that's that's no small thing. Right. But obviously, from from this side of the pond, it was like, hang on a sec, this sounds like more the Jay Sean yeah, that, exactly. that, that went that, over there. That, we, exactly. that we, we remember and we grew up with. So then, since then, you released an amazing amount of music. I have to say, one, you've got to be one of the most hardworking guys in the industry, honestly. <laughs> but there, you, there, there seems to be... But there seems to be something different about what you're doing this year. So obviously, you you we talked about it, and you collaborated with Guru Nandawa, which mm -hmm. which is such a wicked tune. Yeah, and I the love video that. is amazing as well. It's got this Rajasthani kind of vibe. Yeah. But it looks like you're like on salt flats somewhere. Mm -hmm. I don't know where it was filmed, but yeah, great Rajasthan, video, exactly. great tune. Okay, yeah. So it was a great video and a great tune. It seems like you're you're doing more of these different kind of project now compared yeah. to what you had been doing before what's what's your thoughts behind that well because i've gone from somebody who has toured the world and experienced a lot of success in terms of solo songs and also sort of collaboration songs and yeah. i got to that point where i'm like honestly without being arrogant i just want to do what i want to fucking do now Mm, I don't want to chase it's not arrogance about that it's not, yeah. I just don't, I, don't, is, I feel yeah. like I've served enough time to be able to say yeah. I don't want to copy so and so who has a big hit mm. I don't care if this mm, is the yeah. new sound I don't care if this is what is working for 18 year old artists who's just got signed I'm not going to yeah. copy that person I am who I am I yeah, want to yeah. do what I want to do and yeah. and I feel like that gives me happiness it, it, um, mm. uh, it allows me to um, sort of just experience and love music the way that I do, you know, and 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 I feel like also my fans understand they, they believe it. Yeah, they believe mm. it. You know what I'm saying? So like the surma, it's no, it's no coincidence that surma surma ended up being a smash because who wouldn't want um, one of the the most uh, you know successful new age stars like Guru, who yeah. you know is so such a lovely guy and so incredibly talented and. Mm. To, to collaborate with the person that they know from, you know, as, as they look at as, as an OG, you know what I'm saying? And so yeah, for, yeah. From, for our worlds to come together is obviously a, a collab that everyone wants to see, you know, and, I, and so, 100%. and that's, that's it because you got, you know, and it's funny when I sort of have to refer to myself as sort of like the, in that age group, but, but when you've nearly gone two decades, I was thinking 17 years. Yeah. No, yeah. There's no other way of crazy. explaining that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't but, know. But what I, what I loved is, as well, Jay, that obviously that was a great tune, but we've got to say Guru is massive in India and he's massive over here. He's, he's, he's huge. 
And same with yourself, you've had massive success. But what I actually, what stands out to me as, as one of my favourite collaborations that you've done this year is uh, your tune on Riz Ahmed's album. Oh, wow. That is, okay. on the long goodbye, you know what? I, I'm a big fan of Riz Ahmed and he doesn't get the, uh, he's very political in what he talks about and he, talk, yeah. he loves to talk about his roots and that kind of, and, and that tune that you're on, he describes it as the stuff that his mum used to say to him. And it's got the door beat in the background, but then it's got you uh, singing and the melodies there. I thought that was a, a great collaboration. Thank you, man. I have a lot of respect for Riz. Riz is uh, yeah. seriously one of my very, very real real friends. Like, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a real one in every sense of the word, you know. Um, so respectful. Um, Mm. You know, so so brilliant and particular in projects he chooses. Uh, I have a lot of respect and admiration for his projects. Uh, he hasn't yeah. just jumped on any movie because he thinks it's going to be big and, oh, who else is starring no. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> it's about yeah. the script. It's about the art. He still lives for the art, you know. And uh, yeah. so for him, it was even for me, bro, it's, it's you know, it, it's, such a, it's, it's such a compliment when someone like that wants to have you on their on their project because it means yeah. that they respect your craft and your art too. So, but it's, it's bringing it back to that UK fringe though. You know, like for me, it was kind of like I hadn't heard you on a a grimy tune like that mm. since you did the tune with Skepta before you went over to the US. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, what was man. it? Lush, I think Lush, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So what it was. Tune. It was almost was. like you know what this this works. Jay Sean and the, and grimy like hip UK mm -hmm. hip hop that's what works for me and that's what I really liked about it. Yeah, I I'm glad. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah, it was it's really like I said, it was really fun doing that, you know, and uh, shooting the video for that during quarantine, which ended up on <laughs> Ellen. Just really, okay. uh, really cool stuff, you know. That goes to show that that we, we didn't let any any of this sort of hold us back, you know. We, yeah. we, we're still sort of going there and going at it. Not one beat, not two beat. It's the 3P. Okay, Jay, so this is the part of the show we call the 3P. So we ask you, what are the three songs that you can listen to over and over again on repeat? It could be any day, any time, any year, any genre. What is your number one? That's not necessarily the rank. It can be the Yeah, first. okay, yeah, good. I was going to say it's hard <laughs> to have a... And it's also really hard to sort of choose three, right? But I think mm. um, I had to sort of think about I mean, there's there's actually way more than three that I would do, but the the reasons why they're important to me. So, mm. for example, let's take something like J.P. Sachs, uh, Twenty Five in Barcelona. Okay. This song, yeah. um, this song is so brutally raw and mm -hmm. honest in its composition yep. and its delivery, and the way he sings it, and the words he's saying, it it hurts. To listen yeah. to this song, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, the acoustics, oh man, and the way yeah. he chose to, to record it with his mm. voice super dry and in your face and not with tons of reverb, it feels so delicate, so honest, so pure. You believe yeah. him, and yeah. uh, just the, what a what an amazing concept of a song. This guy turned yeah. 25 in Barcelona and he thought his girl was going to be there with him, and she's not. And there he is celebrating his birthday on his own, sad, mm -hmm. writing a song about his ex girlfriend. And I just thought it just hurts. And that is mm, the, the very that, essence yeah. of, of what a songwriter pines for. I, yeah. I, 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 I strive to write songs like that. That was one of the songs where I mm. thought, fuck, I wish I had written a song like that. Mm. 
That's absolutely, a great and it, you, like you say, that you know, it is a fantastic song, and it it does. You can feel that rawness, and you can yeah. feel his his. Uh, He's aching yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. Emotion, yeah. like the emotion comes. The emotion comes yeah. through, and it's you know, Jay. It's interesting because you mentioned Bollywood earlier on, and and the feels that Bollywood give gives, and this isn't anything like a Bollywood track, but the feeling, the emotion is feeling so strong there, man. through this track. Yeah, it's this so is not so one of those strong. songs where the A and R and the record company goes, "Hmm, I need you to write a song about this." No, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I know. Let's put Definitely Gucci not. Out. Like it's not. You know, it's not one of those. It's just like fuck off. I'm leave me yeah. alone with me and my guitar. And my yeah. feelings. Yeah. And let that's me write a, a damn good song for you. Music in its purest form. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. It's a great start there. Really emotive first one. So what's, your, what's the second, Jay? So I think when it comes to R&B, you know, uh, mm. Aaliyah is just, a, you know, God ah. rest in peace, man. She's yeah. just, yeah. you know, she's right there at the center of it all as yeah. a pillar in in in, in r&b at its finest uh, if you ask me that was uh, uh, the finest hour of r&b when she was doing it and oh, at your best yeah. it's just again it's one of those where the minute it starts the second uh, it drops i was gonna yeah. say the vocals See, as soon know. as you play that yeah. soon you know you, play it. you know yeah. that tune boom absolutely and you just yeah. it gives you the chills man and you're just like mm. oh my god her voice is so pure the yeah. sentiment is pure. The production is brilliant. It's just a very well-produced, well-written, incredible R&B song. And, yeah. uh, and I think, that, you know, when you talk about slow jams, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is, yeah. that's like that's a slow okay. jam. Like, if you were in a night out in a club and they dropped that right at the end, you would be like, get the ah. fuck. Are you serious? Yeah, You're going to hit me with that yeah. right now. Yeah, you know absolutely. Yeah. The, the crowd would be singing it with it yeah. with the DJ man. You'd be yeah. singing that exactly. Nice. No, and there's only a very few tunes that you, that you could probably take you back that far and could be the last tune in a exactly. club that slow. Mm. Exactly. Mm. And people love it. And you know what? She was taken too soon. Way it's, too soon. And it's a Gone real. Uh, what I love about that pic, Jay, is you know, like you talked about. What if if sort of an alien landed on planet Earth and you, and they said what is R and B and you played mm. them that that would be a really good representation yeah. of what R and B is absolutely 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 all the feels in that song yeah definitely okay I'll take the second one love love Aaliyah love at your best so let's end on a high now uh, Jay what's your third so Tevin Campbell I'm ready it had to be Tevin a toss up Campbell. between right it's either can we talk is what most people would have gone. To. Yeah, if they have okay. to use a Tevin yeah. Campbell song, which yeah, is yeah. a monster in itself and insane. Yeah. Um, I love them both so much, but um, I'm ready again. It's like, can we talk? It's got, I don't know, it's got an element. It's the swagger is in, the, in that. Yeah. There's swag yeah. in that song too, right? But I'm ready is him being slightly vulnerable as a man, mm. singing about, uh, you know, and, and that's, very, that's very rare nowadays to do an R&B song where you can act vulnerable as a man yeah. because back yeah. in the day like you had people like Boys the Men and Tim Cowell yeah, know, yeah, singing absolutely. all of these emotional songs right yeah. <laughs> all that I am and blah 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 and it was being so nice to the girl and now with these fuckers they're such assholes yeah assholes <laughs> they're just like yo you hoes ain't loyal yeah. like, that's it man like when you had like next and all them boys exactly. and they were they were they were like serenading women yeah, apologizing yeah, they were apologizing in the tracks they started off with a sorry now they're just cussing them off and I'm like right, okay <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Take you back to the times of Tevin Campbell. He was that's it. He was the original R and B heartbreaker man. I yeah, remember the yeah. first time Tevin I actually Campbell's heard of Tevin Campbell mm. as opposed to hearing his music was in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and Ashley was oh, like right. dying over him about a Tevin yeah. Campbell poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, these tunes. Of like, no time, wonder. The first time I heard of Tevin Campbell, someone was like, oh, "Have you heard Tev- Tevin Campbell's new song?" I was like. Kevin Campbell, the Arsenal strikers doing music. I'm like, shit. <laughs> Arsenal striker. Well, he's this is definitely an arse striker. Like, that is mad. Um, oh, crazy. Yeah, so, so, oh, you know, it, it's it's one of those where you, uh, it's, again, for me, man, I'm all about the feels, bro. I could have picked three, any songs. I could have picked rhythmic records. I could have, but, but for me, yeah, you have to sum me up. I'm all about the feels. And actually, this is this yeah. is where I'm going to plug, selfishly plug my playlist on Spotify because oh, I, I don't know if you guys are going to fucking love this, mate. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, uh, I did, I, I <clears throat> did it just for my own sort of, honestly, it was literally just for my own vibes. So I could I'm tapping it in right it. now, Jay. Yeah, it's throwback feels, right? It's mm-hmm. called throwback feels, and you'll see it's c- created by me. It's over ten hours of those R and B vibes, and you are gonna Sick. just. And of course, right at the top of it is Aaliyah at your best. But yeah. when you when you hear those tunes, bro, let me tell you, you're gonna be you're gonna be thank you're gonna call me back and be like, bro, we need to talk about this playlist. What were kind of emotions were you going through when you compiled this? I was fucking shit faced just off like <laughs> <laughs> It's like when you get back from a night out yeah, and you just kind yeah, of with yeah. your phone, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. feeling this. No, you know what I'm, not, I'm not going to leave my room for a week if I listen to this, Jay. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. one of those. It is. It's right, what's it one. called? Throwback Feels, did yeah, you say? Yeah, Throwback Feels. That's just what I called it. I don't know what, what it, hopefully it shows up there, but um, I sort uh, of just put it up there. Hopefully it. it should be public. I hope it's public. Um, you guys, there's loads of throwbacks feels. I can see about three or four, but I don't know which one's yours. But I'll, I'll it should say throwback feels by Jay Sean. Maybe if you type in throwback feels Jay Sean, you'd see okay. the whole thing. I'll take but, um, a look. Actually, can you let's let's yeah, do it? Let me see if it shows up because I need to check it out. It doesn't. You need to make that shit public, man. So, how do you do that? No, you just got to be. There's a little flick switch. No, no, no. I know how to make it public. <laughs> He's like, how old is this guy? <laughs> There's a little flick. Do you know how to you, do you, do you put your text bigger on your phone? Is that how old you are? Oh, I found it. I found it actually. There you go. I found it. There you go. You need the lesson. You need the lesson in how to use a phone. Yeah, I know, you know. I'm an Apple Music man. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I now see. Yeah, sick. Um, what great three P. Um, yeah. Definitely brings out your personality there, Jay. Thank and you, man. All of the feels. And I think I think we've got the title for the show as yeah, well. Yeah, I was going to. Oh, you know, you must be, all the must be tele- telepathic because I was thinking <laughs> that as well. I was like, the title just wrote itself right now. There you go. There you go. I love that. This is the part of the show where we ask: Are you roots or rhymes? Final oh. question of the show, then, Jay. We're going to ask you. We ask absolutely everybody: Are you roots or are you rhymes? Well, I think after our little combo, you guys probably know that I'm going to say I'm. I'm the combo of both of them, mate. That's who yeah. I stand for as a human being. That's who I stand for my music. You yes. know, um, I've always wanted to marry those two worlds, you know, who I am as a person, mm. person that my parents raised, um, yeah. you know, together with the music that I love and for somehow, some way to fly the flag for my people. Absolutely. Beautiful. I think that's, that's great. beautiful, man. Yeah. yeah. That's that such a great message. And I think, What's beautiful about it as well, Jay, is uh, it represents everything that we're about on the show as well, mm. about British Asians marrying both of them yeah, man. and accepting them both, but being influenced by both as well. And and 
bringing that into what they're doing at the moment. And uh, you're, you're an example of that. And uh, thank you, long brother. May it continue for you and, and good luck with everything. Yeah, man. What Your a blessing boy. it is to talk to you, Jay. What a blessing. Thank you so much, man. Oh, of course, man. Uh, like I said, um, thank you. And I'm sorry I couldn't put my video on. I'm just grateful these guys didn't kick me off my phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> That's and just button. before you go, this is your opportunity to plug anything you've got going on. Tell the listeners what you're doing, what you're going to be eating tonight, when you're going back home, anything. <laughs> yeah, man. I think honestly, obviously that, you know, the most important thing is, you know, it's funny, right? Because my fans, they you know, you follow them. They follow you initially, I guess, because they're like, oh, Jay Sean, I love his music. And then they get on Instagram and they see posts and stuff and then they get into you as a human being and yeah. then they mm-hmm. just forget that you do music mm. and I'm like hey guys my new song's out and they're like yeah wicked man let's see some more videos of Ava <laughs> <laughs> she's the real star yeah. <laughs> so it's, but again it's funny right same thing it's like promo has become annoying and I, ne- yeah. I noticed that across the board if, if I'm into Leonardo DiCaprio as an actor, just because I liked his movies, but then I find him interesting mm. as a person. If he starts giving me 10, 15 posts about his new movie, I'm probably going to be like, oh, fuck off, bruv, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Isn't that the weirdest phenomenon? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is isn't Let's it be amazing, honest about that. that. It is the weirdest phenomenon that mm. the minute you let people know that your product is out, they're like, yeah, yeah, all right, mm. cool, I'll, I'll get to it at some point. So yeah. I just, <laughs> my, the way I deal with that is I'm like, hey, listen, guys, I'm like, um, you know, I'll try to find interesting ways of letting people know. Um, yeah. People don't like to be bombarded with shit. So yeah. I just want you guys to, uh, to know that I'm trying to find fun, creative ways of, uh, of getting you guys um, the new music and, uh, and, and the changing, honestly, for me. I, I'm so proud of it because the way it was made, I'm just like, Jesus, mm. like, this is like groundbreaking yeah. shit. Yeah. So you, yeah. you need Definitely. to check this out just for just to understand that this song was made during quarantine over voice right. notes. So just that alone, go check it out, get it in your system. And um, yeah, man, and the podcast, of course, we've talked about that. But, yeah. uh, that is really at my heart um, such a fun way of letting you guys have me in every yeah. sense of the word. And uh, so, yeah, go check that out as well. Basement Banter is uh, everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. Definitely go check it out. Yeah. Once again, Jay, thank you very much for joining us on the show. And we we hope that we hear more music. We hope more episodes oh, yeah, of Basement mate, Banter. Wait, oh, Jesus. Wait till you hear what's coming in September. You guys are going to lose your shit. Anyway, Sick. I'll just leave you with Sick. that. So, <laughs> right. Get changing in your system. Enjoy that. And then just wait for what I've got up my sleeve. There's lots more Wicked. great music coming your way. Uh, there's there's a lot of good shit coming your way. We're Enjoy excited, the rest man. of your staycation, Jay. Thank you, boys. It's been a pleasure, man. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Peace, peace. The UK is on red alert. As part of our commitment to the British Asian events industry, we're campaigning with We Make Events to help raise vital funds for those who can no longer work as a result of live events being cancelled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. You can help by donating using the link in the description of this podcast, because together we can help make events again.